Thank you so much to Vince, Kezia, and Angela for leading us in worship, and thank you to our readers today as well. So this time of year always holds a lot of warm memories for me, as Vince and Jen both prompted us to remember earlier in this service. So I'm guessing that's the case for you as well. I was thinking about some of these childhood memories, and it brought to mind the many Christmas pageants that I was a part of growing up. Always a sheep or an angel, never Mary, much to my dismay. I told myself it was cooler to be a narrator or some other character anyways, because I would get more lines than Mary. But there was one year that gets talked about more than the rest. I was in preschool for this particular reenactment, and while Mary and Joseph were holding the baby doll Jesus, and shepherds were listening to the angels bring good news of great joy, my fellow preschooler friend convinced me that we should play tag. It was not subtle. <laughs> Running around in front of the manger scene, causing a scene, until I abruptly yelled, I don't want to play with you anymore. Some solid boundary setting on my part, even if it was poorly timed. And while I don't exactly remember this happening, my mom loves to retell this story. And I think it's come to mind for me this year because, frankly, this season feels more like a frantic game of tag than an angelic scene, more mess and uncertainty than peaceful and holy. And while my mind tends to separate out these as different realities, the Christmas narrative and the Jesus that we follow speaks to a different story, a both and, an opportunity to hold the complexity of all of the emotions wrapped up in this time of year, a reminder that new life will always bring both pain and beauty. As someone who has lived life with a significant amount of anxiety, I've always clung to the expected. And around this time of year, it was rooted in tradition, listening to my grandma sing joy to the world in the pew next to me, eating the same meal with my family each Christmas Eve, baking cookies with my dad, my plaid flannel stocking with my name painted on the top, snapshots of warmth and goodness. Maybe some particular traditions come to mind for you as well. But I have grown more and more comfortable with letting go of the need to have certain expectations and snapshot moments. Maybe a product of getting older or the reality of the pandemic. Acknowledging that outside of these moments there has always been and likely will always be dysfunction and disappointment. Beyond just Christmas, I am far more comfortable now sitting in the mess, in the I don't knows, in the things not going to plan, in the things not being okay. It's been an ongoing lesson in holding the tension of both and. And wrestling with the inevitable pain of this season is important. It's necessary. In my childhood church's Christmas pageant, Mary had one line on their way to the inn, an even-keeled, the baby is coming soon. Which after having the experience of giving birth seems like a rather odd character choice. <laughs> Mary's body would have known the intense pain accompanied with birth, and I am sure that those she encountered would have known that she was in pain as well. Contrary to popular portrayal, I doubt this night was silent. And I can't imagine the smells and the mess of giving birth in a stable. And we all have the mess of our own stories right now. The weight of grief, the disappointment of continued canceled plans, 
the frustration of the pandemic, the reality that things are not as we want them to be. The gift of following a God incarnate, a God who became human, is not that the mess disappears, though sometimes I wish this were true. At my core, I long for silent nights. I long to know, as Mary knew, that I am highly favored by God. I wish that I could proclaim some assurance to us all that things will be okay. Now, the gift of following a God who was born into this world is that we are promised presence even in the mess. The sacred does not cancel out the struggle. The warmth does not cancel out the bitter cold. But this birth that is marked in Christmas, Jesus coming into the world, is a proclamation of hope, the beauty in the mess, the both and. And while Mary held her newborn, she also held fear, fear of the unknown, fear as they fled from violence after Jesus' birth, refugees in an unfamiliar land. While she trusted in God, she also lived in a present reality that was uncertain and unwelcoming. I would be surprised if she didn't have doubts and despair. And, not but, and, there was hope. We talked last week about the name for God, Emmanuel, through the lens of Emmanuel prayer, and it translates to God with us, God who willingly enters the mess, God who is near, Trusting in this present God does not mean explaining away grief and fear. Instead, we hope in an abundant love that dwells within the mess. We are reminded that the promise of new life will always hold both pain and beauty. Would you pray with me? God with us, God who celebrates and weeps with us, God born into this chaotic world, may we be aware of your presence even now. Would we be aware of your presence as we hope, as we grieve, as we wonder, as we rest? In all that this season brings to mind, warmth and dysfunction and everything in between, may we be reminded of the stillness and peace that you offer. May you ground us in the knowledge of your redeeming grace. You are God in silent nights and labor pains crying out. You are God in birth and in death, a God of remembering and a God of looking ahead. When endless peace feels far off, would we still know that you are near? Amen.